Greetings, and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 262, which is the first episode of 2021. Starting off with security news, it appears that the SolarWinds attackers also gained access to Microsoft source code, although it's not clear how much security impact that will actually have since they do create their code so that it's safe to be read and understood by attackers. I think we should plan to hear more similar stories of they also got this or they also got that from industry and also from government for many months to come. I think it'll just take a very long time for us to figure out how bad this was. Ticketmaster got fined $10 million for hacking into a competitor and harming their business. In case you needed another reason to hate Ticketmaster. T-Mobile has announced its fourth data breach in three years. More than 100,000 Zyxel firewalls and VPN gateways have a backdoor account with a static password that can be accessed via SSH or over the web. Jonathan Pollard, a convicted Israeli spy who served in the American military, landed safely in Israel after serving 30 years for spying. He and his wife were greeted by Netanyahu, welcomed home, and handed their new national ID cards, which were Israeli national ID cards. Even though he was American, he was actually given Israeli citizenship while he was in prison. So now he's there, back home in Israel, his new home. Marines are practicing the retaking of territory in Japan as part of ongoing preparations for a rising near-peer conflict with China. Goldman Sachs has purchased anti-bot startup White Ops, I guess because it helps protect banks. Kind of makes sense. And we've got the Q1 2021 information security hiring thread on our NetSec on Reddit. Technology news. Tesla delivered nearly 500,000 vehicles in 2020, which is a 36% increase over 2019. Researchers have created a smellicopter by bolting an actual moth's antenna onto a drone. And Qualtrics is filing for an IPO two years after being purchased by SAP. Human news, South Korea just had its population fall for the first time in its history, which of course means more deaths than births. Quite strange. China is opening its massive FAST telescope to global scientists in April. Israel vaccinated 10% of its population in two weeks, and the U.S. is currently at around 4.2 million doses given. So not full vaccinations, but doses. 
and Flash Farmville and the UK being part of the EU are all end of life as of December 31st, 2020. Flash Farmville and the UK being part of the EU. Ideas and Analysis wrote a couple of essays over the last few days. One is called Maximizing Appreciation of Life, which is how I'm looking to extract maximum happiness from my time. And some thoughts going into 2021, which is really just a collection of raw thoughts and ideas on various topics as we close out 2020. More like a set of analysis points and a little bit of prediction. And thoughts on the recent cryptocurrency hype. Crypto, the money, prices are going completely mental right now with Bitcoin surpassing 30000 over the weekend, which is like growth of around 50% in just a few days. And Ethereum actually jumped like 40% in a single day, which was yesterday. And a few people have asked me if I'm pro or con when it comes to air quote crypto, which is now what we're calling the currencies and not the security mechanism. The answer is kind of neither. I think people asking that question are often conflating blockchain tech with the idea of a new digital asset type, right? So people are hiding money inside of Bitcoin because it's a way to protect their money. It has nothing to do with blockchain. They don't even understand blockchain. It's just a place to put money. So to me, the former is uninteresting, you know, the blockchain stuff right now, but the latter of digital gold might be a place. Basically, there are lots of rich people trying to find smart places to put or hide money so that it'll be least exposed to inflation. And at the moment, Bitcoin is doing a great impression of actual digital gold. So why gold? Because there's only a certain amount of it and no government can print more of it. So I think that this combined with the pandemic creating uncertainty, which also favors gold, is what's producing all this interest and investment. So do I recommend that people get into Bitcoin or Ethereum? Not really. So first, I'm highly unlikely to recommend any sort of stock or security like that. It's just not my space. I don't feel like an expert in that area. And there's also vulnerabilities here that are pretty obvious to see, right? The tech could break in some sort of way. Uh, the tech could get hacked in some sort of way. Or various governments can attack it as an asset by regulating it or taxing it. So we know rich people like to diversify and we know they like the idea of a digital form of gold. So that's all positive for it. But we don't know how long Bitcoin or Ethereum will function in that role. So I'd say if you're extremely risk tolerant or aggressive, maybe get in a little bit. But if you're cautious at all, it's probably best to stay away. This stuff could easily 10x or one-tenth x at any moment. My updates, I'm reading Ready Player 2, which is kind of going okay, but feels a bit too similar to the first one for my taste. Discovery, the kids are not all right. A stunning article and piece of analysis on Gen Z attitudes and preferences around sexuality and the impact they are having on society. 
This one is something of a long read, but it's really, really good. And it points to another piece, which it's actually commentary on, which you should read that one as well. Really, really interesting stuff. Overprotective parents seem to create followers instead of leaders. The Mandalorian is the most pirated TV show of 2020. My friend Craig's advice on getting into astrophotography. And potential monitor here that I might get for my new music studio slash gaming desk, which is a 55-inch OLED TV, basically. The prices are just ridiculous on these things at this point. It's like cheaper to get one of these than it is to get a monitor. This is basically a TV set. A beginner's guide to houseplants, creativity as protection against worry, and learn some Rust in 30 minutes. A lot of people are saying Rust is faster than C++ now. So I might actually do this tutorial. Recommendations. Invest in a sleep mask. Life-changing, really. And the aphorism for the week. If you raise your kids, you'll spoil your grandkids. If you spoil your kids, you'll raise your grandkids. If you raise your kids, you'll spoil your grandkids. If you spoil your kids, you'll raise your grandkids. Unknown. <laughs>